I'm here with James Michaels, an author. And if you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself, that'd be great. Whatever you want to share with us. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. Uh, My name is uh, James Michaels, and I am a crime thriller writer from Michigan, uh, born and raised. I started writing about almost five years ago now. Um, You know, kind of just started as a challenge for myself. I've always been an avid reader. And I was really on this kind of like reading binge for about a couple of years. And then I just decided out of the blue, you know, hey, why don't I try writing a book? So I started writing um, what would become Ice Rising right here. And as I was writing this book, I kind of thought it would be a one-off. Just, hey, you know, something a little project, you know, kind of challenge myself, do something new. And as I was writing the book, I realized that it was getting really long because I hadn't planned it out and I don't plan my books out. <laughs> um, so I realized I was going to break this off into a series and then other ideas, mainly this one, Valley Johnny Carlo. I, I, I'm sorry, I just love this like background. Yeah. My wife got me it for Christmas. Um, I, love it. I I love it too. It's <laughs> it, it, it's it's so convenient. Yeah, yes. I can just point. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I used to have to take a painting off the wall and just kind of put that behind me and say, "Hey, look, my background." <laughs> right. That's, that's kind of the ocean. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I started writing the ballad johnny carlo and then i wrote the sequel to ice rising ice box and that's i so anyway all these <laughs> ideas just started coming in uh, to me at once and i realized wow like i really had something here and this was something that you know i never really knew i had was kind of my own unique talent you know like you spend so much time you know, as a young adult trying to figure out, you know, what you want to do. You're like, hey, I, I'm kind of a decent singer. Or, right. Hey, I can really, I think I can act, you know. <laughs> I can. So, you know, it was nice to really have something where it's like, okay, this is what I can do. Yeah. And ever since then, I've been really uh, cultivating it. Good. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's hard when you're young. You're like, I want to be an astronaut. Wait, I'm afraid <laughs> of heights. <laughs> like, so once you find your niche, it really works out. I love to hear right. that. I think it's really interesting, which we can get into this more later, that you didn't write the series together. You had a book in between when you're writing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is there going to be one more book in the series or is that the just the two? So I'm actually working on the third one as we speak. Ice oh, okay. Rain. That's R-E-I-G-N, Ice Rain. Um, again, I'm a total pantser when it comes to writing. I don't plan really almost anything out. Pretty much like the ending and uh, I'm sorry, the beginning and the ending. And then I just figure out how to get there. That makes sense. But I'm pretty sure just because of how the story looks, the different kind of, I'm not sure, but it's, it's going to be at least four. Okay. Gotcha. I do like how for a while. Yes. I love how you let the books dictate like how you're getting there. You have the beginning and the end and you kind of let it flow. Cause sometimes you can tell when writers like, to plan ahead and then they're trying to fit things that don't make sense anymore throughout the series so i do like that you just kind of let it naturally flow it's an interesting yeah and yeah and it really works out well for me i mean this book here um i was actually pretty nervous about this was my second book and when i was writing the third chapter i really kind of i was worried because in the third chapter of the book you know, the first two chapters are sort of like intros to characters. Right. And the third chapter, it really kind of just, you know, just widens the plot. And it and like I was like, whoa, like, am I really going to kind of make this happen? Then, yeah. you know, 500 pages later, I did. So Right. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Are your books written um, perspectives of different characters or do you follow one? Because I know one of them, Life Dark's Corners, where you have like the hunt for the serial killer and there's multiple stories and the amnesia and then yes. you have like the old lady. So is it written from their different perspectives or do they all, is it all from one character's perspective? It's all from their different perspectives. Um, in, in Life Dark Corners, what I did was all the stories are completely and totally independent of each other, aside from some Easter egg mentions. Right. Like, uh, you know, like, like the story that, that you're referring to, the serial killer one that takes place in Colorado. Um, and then there's another story in there that kind of mentions like, that's like the main characters overhearing two guys talk about oh, yeah. this investigation in Colorado and stuff. So I'm, I really wanted to make all the books to be in the same universe as each other. So like they're that. all happening. Right. Um, which I actually got from Battle of Johnny Carlo, which is a standalone yeah um but the 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 universe is so big i kind of want to do like sin city-esque type thing and that is to like give a story and then kind of branch out and have stories for all these other different characters and right stuff. i do like that they're all connected but have their separate and the ballad uh, that's like a starcross lovers situation correct yeah yeah, that, yeah um that's one of the themes to it you have um the two main characters johnny carlo you know the namesake the right. title, and uh Leisha Abraham, they they definitely start off in just totally different corners. Um, Johnny Carlo is he is a hitman for the mafia in New York City, right? And then Leisha Abraham is a homicide detective in New Orleans. So do you so, you write each chapter from like their perspective separately then, and then it kind of all comes together, or is it mostly from his? It's it's definitely a whole uh, plethora of different perspectives, just kind of depending on where I wanted to go with the story. So you have John, a lot of scenes with Johnny, you have Leisha, but you also have the other characters that'll have their own different perspectives. And sometimes within the chapter, it'll jump to different perspectives just based on what might be happening. You know, like yeah. maybe one character's having a battle with another one and he, you know, maybe, you know, oh, so-and-so shot a guy, he jumps off the balcony, then jumps to that guy's situation. The guy's running, you know, Toward right. the forest, away from the house, or something like that. I do so, like that. Yeah, it was really a big thing for me because Ice Rising and Ice Box and Ice Rain are all first person. Right. Um. So you're following the my main character Alexander Ice Lincoln yeah. through his story. Um. There's a couple points in those stories where it does jump to somebody else's first person perspective usually near the end of the book, just kind of something I did for like, kind of like the main antagonist. I gave them like a few paragraphs. To kind right. Of, you can kind of get into their mind for a minute before it jumps to ice, which was a real challenge for me was, you know, keeping somebody interested in one character's perspective for so long. So, right. you know, when I jump to the third person for these two books, it's definitely a refresher. Oh yeah. Well, and I have read like the reviews and a lot of, you must do it well. Cause that's all like, that's a main review. Like, Oh, I really was like into it. Like it, I couldn't put it down. Like that is probably like one of the highest compliments I would assume as a writer, like, man, cause there are some books, like if you ever listen to podcasts, I'm like, okay, can we get to the point here? Like, I don't care yeah. what color shoes they're wearing. Like, let's go. Right. But yeah, that's when I was looking at the reviews, like people are really, really intrigued. So you do it well, I'm sure. So about how much time does it take you to complete a book or does it vary? Oh, it definitely varies. Um, <laughs> I think, let's see, I think the shortest one was Ice Box, and that took me maybe seven months or so, um, maybe six. 
And then Battle Johnny Carlo took me about 15 months. Um, you know, because Battle Johnny Carlo is massive. We're talking 525 yeah. pages. Ice Box is about 230. Right. Well, and so, you've already but, built the character since it's a sequel. I feel yes. like it's kind of slow going when you have to build everything up to start in a yeah. fresh story. Yeah. Right. And and what kind of helped with this one was, um, you know, I, I kind of gave myself a rule because of the the plot of the story. Whereas in this one goes from the, the age of uh, like there's a scene where he's 10, but the most of the book takes place between his ages of 14 and 19. And then Ice Box takes him through about a two year period. So there wasn't a whole in, in a very restrictive environment. So there yes. wasn't a whole lot that I, you know, really yeah. had to kind of put there for the story, especially because he's his experience in this story is relatively brief. Right. You know, gotcha. So do you, right. Do you work on it um, like daily or just kind of when the inspiration comes or is it do I mean, writer's block, I'm assuming is a real thing. It's a, it depends on my schedule. So I actually work, uh, I do have a day job yeah. um, that I've mentioned and yes. uh, you know, I'm a corrections officer in a prison. So, um, you know, and just for, for people who, who know where I am, um, I am not a spokesman for the department. Right. Uh, whatever opinions I say are my own did not, not reflect that of the department. Just absolutely. a disclaimer I always have to put out there. Yes, when I absolutely. It. Appreciate that. Um, but what what comes with that job is uh, potentially very long hours. So I'm usually working like 40, 60 hours a week. And I'm married with three kids. Oh, that geez, are, yeah. Yeah, they're one, two, and four. So yes. Um, yeah, I understand that completely as we had to reschedule because I had to go get my daughter from school. I was like, oh, geez, I hope yeah. he understands. But yeah, you get it for sure. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so it's definitely something, but I do try to make time. So like on my days off, I always have like a word goal for myself, thousand words on whatever day off I can get. Like today I requested off. So I actually, so, you know, I yeah. work whatever, whenever I get a day off, I'm usually up early writing. So it just depends. And then like on my work days, if I can get some time, I'll get like a, you know, a few paragraphs down. Right. So that's the kind of thing. I don't really, you know, I know the story's coming. I know there's definitely more I can add. So I, I don't push myself too much in that regard, just because, you know, the, the story will come out on its own. And sometimes I need yeah. a couple of days anyway, just to think about what's going to be the next step. Like I said, I love that, that you let it naturally develop. Cause you can definitely find authors that have a case of the try too hards. <laughs> And they right. just are trying to push it out and stick it in place or they just kind of run in and bother you and be like, hey, dad, what are you doing? You're like, I'm trying to write this. <laughs> or do you have your own? Um, so I don't sleep in at all. Um, you know, my kids and working in the morning have really taught me the benefits of how much you can get done before eight o'clock in the morning. Absolutely. So usually I'm up at about four o'clock to four thirty in the morning and I'm writing. But because it's kind of like also my Zen time. I also have the PlayStation running because I'm a gamer. So nice. I, mine's in the I, background I can't somewhere. Just sit here. <laughs> yeah, I can't just sit there and just write. I'll, I'll get I'll get tired, especially early in the morning. So right. I give myself a reward system. Like, okay, you know, I'm gonna play this game a little bit. All right, time to put that down. It's time to write. Right. And I play the game. Time to write. Play the game for a little bit. Time to write. And then I get my work. I would get my work count in. That's and amazing. I'm happy about that. So, That's how I got through college. So little reward, <laughs> little writing. <laughs> okay. Oh, how do you celebrate when you finish a book? Do you do anything special or do you just take a nap? <laughs> um. So 
that's the thing is I'm such a um I'm such a workaholic with this. I really don't know how to <laughs> to I'll give myself like after I kind of like I finish a manuscript or after I publish, I'll give myself maybe, you know, a few days to just kind of relax and rest the brain and just right. you know, take a break from the creation aspect of, of my career. Um but like <laughs> nothing too big, you know. Yeah. I get that. So do you have a favorite book you wrote or they all just kind of have their own charm or um a favorite <laughs> book? Um I would say it's it's kind of picking your favorite between uh, between Children. the kids. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say I'm gonna leave that one blank because okay. I kinda of feel like they're all staring at me right now. Right? So I can't, judge. I can't really were there any that really... were more difficult to write than others? I would say the most satisfying one was I would have to say it was Ballad Johnny Carlo because that was so I finished Ice Rising and I didn't tell a lot of people that I was an author before I finished it because I didn't want to kind of just I don't know, just, just say something, not have something to show it with. Right. So, you know, I wanted to say, okay, you know, yes, I am an author. Show me proof right, right. here. Here's my yep. name, you know. Yep. Um, I love that. So I wanted to have that. But Battle Johnny Carlo, you know, it told me, okay, I'm not just, you know, it's not, this is not a one-off. Like right. now I'm, now I'm prolific. Yes, absolutely. You know, so the gears are rolling. And then what happened with that one was, as soon as I finished that one, Icebox just started, you know, flowing crazy. Yeah. And got in the groove. So of I, was, I was really happy about that. Plus, again, like I mentioned earlier, this was such an ambitious book. Yeah. And it was so long 500 something pages a year, over a year that took me to write this and to have it all done and the way it just flows. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm really excited. And especially, I believe that this one could really be like a good movie. This would oh, be like a yeah. mini series. Absolutely. Um, and this one here would be like a uh maybe sort of like 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 um what's that what's that movie that Stephen King made where it was all those different little short horror stories? This would be kind of like that. Oh except yeah. Like, except with crime. Um Right. I love that. That's is yeah. there any book you would suggest like if someone was like, Oh, which one should I start with? I know they're not all a series, but like really draw them in. Um I always so and you know, I've, I've got done this at books, uh, events and whatnot. I ask them like, what sort of reader are you? If you're somebody that wants to get into the beginning of a series, um, definitely check out Ice Rising. Yeah. If you prefer standalones, you know, it's kind of a read and done. I would say Ballad Johnny Carlo because, like I said, even though the universe is expanding and will become massive, this has a definitive beginning and a definitive end. And if you choose to explore more of the world, oh, that's right. that's up to you. Life's Dark Corners. Is for those that are just in they're into like short stories. You're not you're just kind of, you know, maybe, you know, dipping your toes into the genre that I write. Or if so you happen to really be covering totally a sure. podcast. I'll say check out that. Huh? <laughs> if you happen to be doing a podcast and you need short episodes, you just go for that. I that's the one that Definitely. intrigued me the most with the life was when I was reading through all the stuff was Life Start Corners. It just seems so different and more up my personal alley. Not that they're not all amazing, but just kind of like I like the individual stories and like the little short. I mean, I love a good yeah. series, but sometimes I get bogged down when I'm reading two books a week and trying to record. But I definitely right, love exactly. that they all have their own charm. Go ahead. What's funny about Life's Dark Corners is one of the short stories is actually an origin story for a couple of characters in the Ballad of Johnny Carlo. Oh, I love that. Because then, oh, I love Easter eggs and stuff too. So it's like, oh yeah, yeah I know this one. That's amazing. So I am going to 
talk about you as a reader because we know you're a writer, but how are you as a reader? So did you have a favorite book as a kid? Yes. Um, that would be Mario Puzo's The Last Don. Um, he, he's the one that also wrote The Godfather, which is oh, gotcha. like, that's like, that's like my second favorite book. Um, but Last Don, I just, I don't know what it is about that book that got me into it. I think because it just navigates between all these different worlds that I've always found fascinating, which would be, um, you know, like the mafia is in yeah. the last dons, the last don, right? Big mafia family, you know, the, the the kind of the goat of the of the Cosa Nostra, and then so, but it travels between the third world of being gang- gangsters and the world of Las Vegas. So it's talking about casinos and right. gambling, and I've always loved that. You know, when I was a kid, I wanted to own a casino one day. <laughs> um, and then also Hollywood. So, cause I love movies as well. So that was really fascinating for me, just kind of exploring all these different worlds and just kind of see the underbelly of all of them. Um, I love that. I loved it. I, so I thought, you knew like fantastic. from young, like this is my kind of genre. Like this is what I'm into for sure. Crime, definitely. Uh, yeah. Crime and true crime. Um, yes, me you know, too. I've always been a fan of that. And, and definitely different um areas of true crime you know because like you get the ones like you know like the serial killers and the mafia are like the big right. genres and i've i've really gone into those before um but i also enjoy like reading about the old bank robbers um yeah. pirates and uh uh white collar criminals and stuff yeah. you know so it, it, it's all fascinating to me oh absolutely are you currently reading anything or what's the last book you read <laughs> i am Yes, I, I'm, I'm reading uh, actually a nonfiction. So I'm kind of an amateur student of history and I'm reading Strategy. Uh, it's, it's, sorry, it's Strategy, A History by Lawrence Friedman, which is like this, it's pretty exhaustive. It's 630 pages of basically the history of strategy, pretty much oh, well, and how it's yeah. evolved over time. Um, it's definitely the kind of book where you really have to be in a quiet room to yeah. read just because it's throwing so much at you yeah um i've had to reread a lot be like okay like <laughs> okay kids settle down right where was i <sighs> where <Yeah>. was i <laughs> <laughs> that's very interesting because sometimes i have to remove myself from the genre i'm in all the time for work yeah and be like i just need like a leisurely book about something else like i was reading one about mount everest and just like the climbers yeah. and stuff i was like i need a break from this young adult teenage drama please help me <laughs> um let's see is there an underrated book or author that you absolutely love that would be jonathan mayberry um i he writes this so a buddy of mine got me into it actually my editor got me into um his series called the joe ledger series and uh you know not a lot of people know about it yet um which i think is unfortunate because it's like it's kind of like Tom Clancy meets um, like Mary Shelley and all the kind of the classic horror right. uh, novels because it, it's about the, this guy who's like, he used to be in the military. He's a, he, he starts off as a detective and he's got like, he's got actually like personality disorder. He's got different personalities oh, that wow. he like refers to as, and he can kind of jump between like who they are. You know, like one is the cop who's very analytical. One is the, the human who's like very passionate. Right. And one's the warrior who's just this bloodthirsty animal that he kind of has to keep bottled up. Right. And he stumbles upon these, this, uh, this like terrorist cell takes him down. This is the first book takes him down. And then like one guy he just killed, tries to kill him. And it's a zombie. Oh, and he joins this secret government organization that basically goes after terrorists, but not just the normal ones, the, 
the ones that have like these like really like sci-fi horror type um enemies like zombies there's one where they're like splicing animals with humans oh, there was another one where they're basically fighting these like vampires but it's not like but it, and then and then it's like scientifically explained where it's it's not plausible but it's like okay, okay this isn't magic this is like something that like scientific uh uh atypical type situations right. and it's one of those stories where the hero is very strong but the second half of the, of the strength of these books are the bad guys oh and i, like I love that. the bad guys as well they're all fantastic so oh, good i'm glad you yeah. shared that because i know people are always looking for new stuff to read this sounds really interesting i'll have to look into it oh okay this is kind of a throwaway question but do you do paperback hardback ebooks or audio like audiobooks um so all of my books are available on kindle and kindle unlimited and paperback um ballad johnny carlo also has a hardcover book because around the time that i published it the hardcover um option came out on amazon so i said nice. sure i'll make a hardcover version that's of that. my preference because <laughs> yeah. if i reread too much the paperback do not make it they just get bent right. and die <laughs> And I, right. for being a podcaster, I cannot stand audiobooks. I'm so finicky really? about the voice and like some of the characters. I, I try to do Game of Thrones because too many names and places and stuff. And I was like, I hate this. I hate yeah, everything. I, I don't know. It's just not for me. But, you know, I've only read one book. I'm sorry, two books on audio. One was a CD. Um, one was Jonathan Mayberry. Um, the other author was actually a friend of mine uh, who's, I read one of her books and I read the audio or listened to the audio. Um, but I, I, I get what you mean about the audio. It's very hard, especially when it's the same voice. Yeah. Um, you know, having my books on Audible is actually a project I want to do later this year. But I kind of want to do it for this book. And but here's the thing is, he's a guy, she's a girl. I want to have a female voice for the girl and a male voice for the guy. And, uh, you know, you know I, yeah. I, I guess I can, you know, it doesn't matter who kind of reads the narrative. But when it comes to the dialogue. You know, it kind of kills the mood if you don't, you know, kinda, right. I feel like it takes me out of it. Like, wait, who's talking? Why is right. this guy like, speaking for this right. feminine character? Like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And then she said, oh, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, please stop. <laughs> That's so funny. So that one you were talking about would be a good one for a movie. Do you have yes. any like if you could pick any actor to play like the main characters, who would you have? Kit Harrington. I knew you um, thought about it. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Actually, it's a toss-up. Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones or Luke Evans gotcha. um, would play Johnny. They would have to make him younger, though, because Johnny's 30 and Luke Evans is, like, 50. Um, <laughs> but I would have him do that. And then and then I would have uh, Lupita Nyong'o play um, Leisha Abraham. Perfect, perfect. I, I love that you are, you're like, I've thought about this. I know what I want. I love that. Is Definitely. there... <laughs> is there any other genre you prefer besides like mystery crime or is it mostly i kind of stick in my realm of books but i'm hard-headed like um that. so i have explored other genres um if it's not broken don't fiction, fix it huh if it's not broken don't fix it like you're doing so well right so crime fiction and true crime are definitely my top two i also enjoy history biographies um, some business, some self-development, not too much. Right. Um, horror, dark fantasy, you know, there's, you know, and the occasional romance, depending on what it is. Like, like I, I do enjoy the classic. Right. 
like Jane Austen, right. um, uh, the Bronte sisters. So yeah, but definitely my top two would be crime fiction and true crime. Yes, nothing with Fabio on the cover, I would assume. Right, right. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, unless he's holding guns, then I might. Right. Uh, then we can explore that. Say, okay, all right. Fabio's disgruntled. This sounds pretty good. Oh my gosh. So would you have any advice for people that want to get into writing or I don't know what's your top? I always say definitely keep up on your reading because you want to really, when you're starting off as a writer, you have to be, somebody inspired you. So you want to check out how they write and not just copy it, but, you know, kind of serve it as a way to get started, you know, pick what you like from all these different people and make your own style from it. Really figure out the type of person, the type of writer that you are. You, know, you have pantsers, you have plotters, and you have plantsers. Yeah. I am a pantser. I thought it was a problem because I would listen to all these different authors say, oh, yeah, I, I have the whole chalkboard, the whole outline done, <laughs> every detail down to the color of the car he's driving. Me, I just... I'll I figure it no out idea. when it comes. I can't, I can't be that person. I change yeah. too much. So definitely figure out what kind of person... And make peace with however you plan out your books definitely keep reading and sometimes you just have to start off you know the the first step is always the hardest but it's usually very very simple and that is really kind of saying okay i'm going to take what's in here and put it on something either on a screen or a piece of paper and i, I just started with chapter one yeah i love that yeah. just just go for it like Right. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take like i was like i don't know how to podcast let's do it <laughs> you know right you just figure it out as you go Right. Is there, is there anything else you'd like to add? I know you do you have a date for your new book or is it a work in progress? It's a work in progress. Okay. I'm about 19. I'm, I'm on chapter 19 right now, which is not saying anything because for all I know, it could be 300 chapters. Right, um, absolutely. It's definitely going to be bigger than I believe the other two, just because of um, how much more epic it's going to be. Right. And uh, It'll be so I'm, very, I'm very excited <laughs> for that. That's exciting. I have another idea afterward but of course i'm not even gonna touch it until i'm done with right. this one i can't i can't do multiple projects at one time it's always one after the other we can do an update episode when you get there talk definitely, about the new book. Yep. Love to. anything you want to add before we talk about where to find your books or anything that you feel like you didn't get um, to discuss it's up to you if not it's fine let me think because i do want to add something um i just don't know what it is yet <laughs> Maybe we'll do an add-on later, like, like two o'clock in the morning. I'll I'll message be like, I, I I got it. Yep. I will just say like now while I have you, <laughs> your books are all on Amazon. Yes. And you have a website. Do you want to talk about your web, like where your web, your web, whatever you say it. <laughs> say what your um, website is. <laughs> yeah. So I just I just started it. It's uh, jamesmichaelsbooks.com. Um, and I'll put it in the sure show notes you... and everything. Right. So they can have yeah. the link for it. Yeah. Definitely. And make sure that you don't put an A in my last name. It's always kind of a common misconception. You know what? Actually, I just figured out what I wanted to add. Oh, yes. <laughs> I did not like writing when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. that's so interesting. Um, I just, it was always for school. You know, it's just, uh, yeah. you know, write what you think about this. Or, you know, even like during like English class or when we, were, when we read a book, you, you're basically writing with how they interpret the story. And yeah. maybe that's just not what I picked up on it. Um, but so I didn't like writing when I was a kid. I, I'm not a prodigy by any means. I wasn't sitting there writing 
you know, poetry in my, in my notebooks and stuff or writing little short stories. It just wasn't me. There was one time I started writing a book. There was one time um, I dropped it. It's still in my head. We may, I may come back to it later. Yeah. Um, but aside from that one little time, I just didn't really think about it. And then it just came to me, you know, in, yeah. in my mid twenties. So that's the thing I think is important, yeah. especially because I have younger listeners is like, you are not too old to start at all. Like, right. even if it was never on your radar, like, just go for it. If you're feeling like, like I started this almost at 30 and didn't know where it would go. And I just quit my job to do it. So, you know, you're <laughs> never too old to do it, you know? And I think that's right. a misconception. Like I can never write a book or <laughs> these authors already had stuff published by the time they were 20. And it's like, no, just, just do it. Just try it. Like what's the worst that can happen? Right. Exactly. Your friend will um, buy a copy. You'll be fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah. So see, I, I, I knew, I knew it would hit later. Yep. So yeah, definitely check out my website, jamesmichaelsbooks.com. That has, uh, you can sign up for my email subscription so you can get updated on any upcoming books, deals, events that I might have going on. Um, it also has my own email on there. If anybody would like to contact me directly, I love to engage with readers and um, other authors, whoever, any advice or books or feedback, whatever you'd like. Yeah. Um, all my books are on my website as well. You click on them, it'll hyperlink you to the Amazon page so you can buy them. That's what I did. And <laughs> and like I said, they're all like I said, they're all available on Amazon. Um, they're all self-published. So yeah, yes, it, it, it's just me and Amazon. And Absolutely. Uh, uh, I also have my TikTok, which I started a few months ago. It's tiktok.com slash at James the Real Mike. At James Real Mike, I'm sorry. Because yes. my Facebook page is at James the Real Mike. It's a play, it's a play on my last name. I gotcha. Um, and uh, <laughs> my, my Twitter is also twitter.com slash James Real Mike, and then there's my Instagram, which is Instagram.com slash James E. Michaels. That's correct. You nailed it. I'd be like, <laughs> I don't remember it because mine sounds the Jolly Reader, sounds Jolly Reader podcast. Like it's whatever it's available. It's like, I, I got it. I'll put all your links in the show notes and then I'll follow you on all the things so they can find you and I'll put it on my website and everything. One more like <laughs> unrelated question for fun What is your go to karaoke? Oh, man. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, that that would depend on my mood. Uh, I like oh, what's his name? Um, Sean James is through the valley. Uh, oh, did you ever, ever see the Last of Us two the trailer when Ellie's singing the song on the guitar? Oh, yeah. it's that song. Oh, nice. So I I, I looked it up and uh, yeah, I, it was it was from Sean James and I, I read I listened the whole thing and I just loved it. So I, I'm usually always. I, I sing, I've sing, sang that so much to myself that my wife will like sing it too sometimes. Oh. And I'll be like, ha ha. Got her. <laughs> I influenced you. I got you. Or uh, Cynthia Erivo's um, stand up from the Harry Tubman movie. Oh, nice. Very good answers. I thought I'd catch you a little bit. You were so prepared. And I got to throw one in there. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this interview with James Michaels, subscribe to my Patreon at the $5 level or higher, and you'll be entered into the drawing to win a copy of The Ballad of Johnny Carlo, signed by James Michaels himself. You have until Sunday, June 25th to become eligible. Good luck, and may the odds be ever in your favor. I am Allie, and you are with me to my mom.